Hello and welcome to the Thursday show on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Hi, everybody. And Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is your weekly show where we run down the biggest and, and best tournaments going on over the weekend. We have four out of the 500-plus person tournaments happening this weekend we're going to talk about with a special mention to the fifth. Uh, there's only so much show uh, and only so much shirt. If you're tuning in live, you can see that we, as promised, we are all gone sleeveless. Uh, I guess, I don't know, are we in... Rocking the Australian style is uh, is that well. It's man, it's just starting to get warm here. It's pretty warm today, which is quite nice. But uh, this is a super weekend. This is, I think, this is the first supersized, true supersized weekend we've had of 40k since 2020 happened. Five 100 plus player events uh, and a 200 player event just to be the cherry on top for this wow. weekend. Absolutely nuts. Before we get going, let me thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks for for welcoming us into your ears uh, and your eyes live stream platforms uh please you know uh, leave some comments talk about the chat uh we will react to the chat for playing in any of these mega events let us know you're going let us know what you are taking uh don't forget to like share and subscribe and all that kind of stuff uh, no matter where you're listening or when you're listening if you're finding us on podcast uh aggregators please leave us some five-star reviews that's ways that other people can find us help find us as well i'll stop on that because we got to get going on this we're going to be talking about socal from frontline gaming uh stutter snotling uh, i think we have an expert in the room to talk oh, about that yeah. it's uh, obviously Goon? me isn't it obviously yeah. adam <laughs> well i mean snotlings we can be a, you it's know we, we all be experts <laughs> on the snotlings. got you there uh goonhammer open in the uk and the malmo wargaming weekend uh with a with a special shout out to the alliance open happening over there uh thanks for listening to this show again we'll get we'll cover as absolutely much as we can in the time that we have uh but you know let's we got to start with socal we do, but what, what was another thing that was interesting? Yeah, we got so we've got a, a, a UK 100 plus player UK event, 100 plus player alliance open in Europe, and a 100 plus player um, major in Sweden. So that's 300 European players, 200 players uh, plus at SoCal, and then 100 players that started slotting. So 300 in Northern America and 300 in Europe all throwing down on the same days. And that's just like beautifully. We're talking about yeah, there's probably exactly. thousands of people playing uh, Warhammer exactly. 40,000 over the course of the weekend. Uh, but by the way, tune in. Going to be some live streaming, some games for these places too uh, mm-hmm. on this network. And uh, we'll give Dustin the opportunity to talk about uh, stuff that he's doing as well. So yeah, big weekend for 40, Warhammer 40,000. If you're wondering if anybody's playing out there, the answer is yes. And we're going to yes. talk about what they're playing. <laughs> So kicking it off, SoCal, the flagship of uh, one of the flagships of Frontline Gaming from Delmar, California, USA, of course, 222 players, just to make it nice and homogenous for everybody, nine round majors. This is a traditional LVO-esque throwdown cut, you know, six games cut to the top eight for the last three rounds. Um, The super factions go as thus, starting off with the Imperium. Nine sisters, eight custodes, twelve admech, um, five astra militarum, which actually is huge for the guard players out there. Ten uh, gray knights and eight imperial knights. So both both imperial knights and astra militarum, I feel like, are overrepresented in that pool. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't think Grey Knights are under are overrepresented because look at the weekend they just had last weekend. That's I want to point out that I did call that Mark yeah. Perry and Nick Nanavati would be slugging it out. I thought they were going to slug out in the finals, but they met you know due to the nature of pairings before yeah. that. It was a slobber knocker. So uh, it's a three or four point win to Nick. It was tight as all tight could be. Yeah. Mm. But then Grey Knights take the top 
uh, what four or five slots or whatever. Last I mean, weekend, I, I yeah. think even yeah, just yeah, obviously dominated by a lot of different oh. a lot of different dread knight combinations is really what mm. it is. But I, I'm uh, not surprised to see them represented here because I think that Codex has the strength to contend with any list out there. Beautiful. And it's interesting to see that despite us breaking out Space Marines into their own super faction, still about a quarter of the meta at SoCal is just going to be straight up Imperium. Sisters well represented, Custodes well represented, Knights, Grey Knights, and Admech very well represented. Jump down to the Space Marines though. Ten Dark Angels, uh, seven Space Wolves, three Blood Angels, one Ultramarines, one Iron Hands, two White Scars, four Salamanders, ten Death Watch, ten Death Watch. Putting it up there. Death Watch making parody with Grey Knights for how much people think they're getting momentum at the moment. You know, obviously the, this, the, the amount of players is lifting up this number of Space Marines a little bit, but I'm not surprised to see uh, the Space Wolves, you know, coming out like we've seen with all those tools that mm. they've been bringing out to the thing. But then the Death Watch. Now, Adam, if people can remember back uh, to the beginning of this edition... <sighs> You 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 typed up Death Watch saying they had to bloom. Is it their time? Uh, yeah, they're like a fine wine. They needed certain factions to be powerful in the order breed. to activate. Yeah, the little yeah, attachment yeah. for them. You know exactly. They needed some other stuff to be good to activate certain different levels of their rule set of of, of their their breakdown. I think we're starting to see them activated. We're gonna get to the the most represented faction in this meta at the bottom of this list, and that will make it very apparent why I think Death Watch have been the go to for the the space space marine faction specialists. Well, don't ruin it, but then. um, you gotta keep going. Oh, I can't get, can't get too quick. Um, Chaos Super Faction, three Chaos Super, three Chaos Space Marines, eight T-Suns, nine Death Guard, three Demons, two Renegade Knights. So 10 total Knights in attendance, guys. That's, that, was, that was eight Imperium, two Renegade. That's that's like double what I expected. That's exciting. Uh, Do you guys think, is, is it the player placed gives them more agency, you think? For knights? For the knights themselves? But yeah, mm. I think it probably does give them the ability. But also knights are, are one of those things to where if you, if you get just a little bit of luck through your pairings, then you just get the benefit of being a knight. Yes. And also, this right. is one of those things, you want to bring it to these tournaments to show them off. I bet a lot of these knights are probably immaculately painted in, in absolute displays of hobby perfection. I'd, I'd love to get see some, can't be wait to tune in to see some pictures uh, of the uh, armies there. But mm. In a long tournament where there are many, I know it's a nine rounder, you know, but yeah. there's also different faction awards to win and that kind of stuff. I think that contributes. I think Knights have uh, the fact that you can endurance wise, uh, moving them yep. around is, is a little bit easier than, a you know, a hundred person near tiered list or right. something like that. And so many people have been locked down or restricted from traveling so so long. Maybe you're just coming to SoCal with your family. It's a great family event. Bring your nights, play six casual games, enjoy the time with your mates, enjoy the time with your family afterwards. You're not going to be exhausted with a broke back from moving 100 gaunts or whatever. And then um, player player plays train. We can't understate that exactly. too because if they can kind of line up, you know, wall off certain things or give them the, the line of fire or line of, I guess, motion that they need uh, to, to build up to, people Spot could be on. banking on that. Xeno Super Faction, 11 Necrons, 13 Orcs, 13. <laughs> Still, and not four tau. Still not the most represented. Still not the most. And we're not, not there yet. By a, bit of a, by a bit of a dint, but still, that's pretty mm -hmm. healthy for both those factions, both Orcs and uh, Necrons. Into the Hive Mind, one mixed Hive Mind, four tier units, two GSC. Now, I'm going to be really interested. I'll hit it, pass it over to Dustin. Hmm. Four tier units, as we're seeing at a bit of a baseline, bubbling array. You see, you see a 100 player event, you see two or three nids. Yep. How much of you think that is going to be, say, two or three weeks by now? Two. Do you think people are just going to surge back with the Leviathan supplement? I think a lot of people are going to start surging back with it. It's going to be mostly 
Tiernan players that are already comfortable with Tiernan's, they're going to start realizing, hey, yeah. I can start going to tournaments again because I have mm -hmm. a lot more tools. The stuff that we're getting from Octarius is elevating us. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of hate from some Tiernan players, and you guys got to get over it because there's juice in there. There is some I serious have juice. Tiernan players coming out of the woodwork mm -hmm. saying, oh, if you thought XYZ thing was good before, uh, it's going to be yeah. better now. Oh, God. And it's, I, I it's believe insane. them, and I, be I believe it's, it's going it's, well, it's to make an impact. I personally know a lot of players who played the Diamond Caron list when that was a big heavy yep. hitter in the start of eight, a ninth edition. It dropped off. It paired off over time, especially when all the minus damage and then Drakari coming into and the, the points four. Go up. Um, and, and then the points went up. Yep. But now I think, well, to, seriously, that list, yeah, that you had, drop the Diamond Carons and just fill it up yeah. with, you know, some more shooting, some more some more gene stealers, some more bodies. And that list is, is good to go. It's good to yep. go right now. That's that's, um, that's the big thing with the uh, the Arcturus. It's actually, it's not making anything new, anything old that wasn't good before. It's not making it good. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people are upset about the tiered stuff. But what it did do is made the things that are already good much better. Better. Exactly. So Much it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the next week's tournaments or the week after yeah. as Zephyr yeah. starts to get yeah. people's hands. So let's jump. I mean, I don't want to going to shortchange the time <laughs> of the hive mind. You know, I don't want to come. Don't worry, there'll be plenty of time for that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's at last, this next bit here. This is this is <laughs> this is the juice. noteworthy. So Eldari Superfaction five mixed Eldari, one Harlequins, two Crawford Eldar, twenty three Drakari. <laughs> 23. Two, three. They, so just to, just to break down the podium, 23. That's 10% of the field is Drakari. 10% of the field is Drakari. Well, just to touch over. But um, our, our faction podium goes reads Drakari, Orcs, Admech. So 23 Drakari, 13 Orcs, 12 Admech. That is absolutely terrifying for a gauntlet to run. Yeah. This this is one of those things where obviously people this is a prestigious event. It's a lot of ITC points on the line. Uh, there, it's it, people want to win this, and so a lot of people are bringing lists they think are capable of winning that. We know mm -hmm. that Drakari, Orcs, and Admech, I believe, are what 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 people be believe to be the top tournament armies there. So you've got Daher what? players, and you've got people that are mm. they increase their chances to win. But then you got some percentage of these people and other lists that, that know what they're bringing to tech against it. Well, exactly. The, the, the 10 Death Watch pff, makes all the sense in the world now. Yep. I've got 13 Orc players to, and 23 Drakari players to run through. A quarter, Almost a quarter of the damn field is super supercharged Xenos. Of course, if I play every Space Marine faction, I'm just going to be like, well, Death Watch for this one, right? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. It makes it so much uh, easier. It does. So as some of the top players in attendance... Sean Naden is currently in attendance here. He's ranked third in the USA. And I think he's third or fourth in the world at the moment. He's running his uh, Drakari uh, really wonky Venom list. It's got the eight Venoms, Lilith, bunch of like five or six choppy characters, bunch of racks and mandrakes, Incubi, etc. Lilith et is uncommon. Yeah, but he normally runs kind of like a scattered, uh, you know, basically a random, seemingly a random assortment, uh, mixed treat bag of, of yes. things in his list, giving him lots of tools, lots of options. Yep. I always love One of list. the interesting. What, so he's got a, um, of course, pure Drakari. He's got Triple Patrol, Strife, po and Poison Tongue, which is his favorite combo. But then he's gone for a custom coven, not a conventional one like Dark Technomancer's or the minus one damage, Master of Flesh, whatever it is. Um, he's got Enhanced Sensory Organs and Master of Torturers. Now, I had to actually look into this because I had no idea what it was. <laughs> the Sensory Organs is ignores light and heavy cover. And there's two of his Venoms are in that detachment. So he's got two Venoms that ignore cover. Um, and then minus one CP on the Torturous Craft Stratagem, which is the, the Rurals to Wound Strat. Now, I, I thought as soon as I read that, that I expected to see, you know, five or ten man rack units, but he's only got two five mans. So I was really wondering where the mileage is there. And I, I, he's, he's definitely got a plan for it because 
on face value, it doesn't seem to be that good a value stratagem anyway. So maybe he's just taking something that he wasn't willing to pay a CP for, but he can make it free and therefore it's worth it. it we're seeing more and more players go to that custom uh, build inside the codex, which mm-hmm. I, early, I think early when a codex hits the first time, you don't see it. It's until mm-hmm. they start to finally go deep into the tank and and uh, recognize how to adjust to the field that some of these uh, build your own start to come yeah. up as, as really viable, which we've seen a lot in the Eldari in general. Now, it's hard to call mm-hmm. this the Eldari super faction when it's dom- completely dominated by the, the Eldari. <laughs> yeah, uh, right here, the Jukari have created their own super faction. But what we're seeing in, in some of these things, even in, in Space Wolves, uh, Space Wolves, Space Marines, uh, Eldari, and I guess now Jukari, uh, kind of looking at these these build your own options uh, to mm. maybe give some advantage out there in the field. Exactly right. Um, now, what I find really interesting about Sean's list is I believe it's a very well tailored list to the top of the field. He's going to actually he's actually going to struggle against some of the gatekeeper lists, but he's been him being Sean Nate is probably pretty confident he gets past him. I look at this list as a good mirror match list, a very good mirror match list into other Drakari, also extremely extremely good against orcs. And one of the things about the Venoms is that you know while you say oh cool it's only got six wounds, toughness five, it's all minus one to hit. EJ, all all your all your things you're going to use to try and proc the um the freebooter things. It's all going through minus one to hit a decent decent toughness and um, a five plus um, invulnerable save, and then essentially turn one, turn two, depending if he gets off his Animus Vitae. I can't remember if he's got it or not. He can just run out and tap all your buggies turn one. Now, in combat, buggies will kill, you know, Warriors Incubi pretty well. They don't they don't actually kill um, Venoms very well in combat. It actually takes them a turn or two, and so he can actually right. really go really well into Orcs, I believe. Okay. No, it well, definitely that, works well. Uh, works too. There's, I'm pretty sure it's not listed here, but I'm pretty sure he has the uh, relic grenade on the archon as well. Do you know that? Yeah, the the animus vitae. The animus vitae. Uh, yeah. So, charge turn one. Yeah, 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 exactly. So his entire army can basically touch you turn one and start killing stuff. If if, if he gets That's if it. he can do an alpha strike that will cripple mm. your army like against admec sometimes. Like if you're not yep. if you're not in your boxes, you're just gonna get run over. Because if that exactly whole army right. starts charging you, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of little dinky units. You can only interrupt once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll just, he'll just, and you're yeah, picking up just, wholesale whole models, whole units. Yeah, it's uh, it can be rough. Well, but moving on, gentlemen, next top player in attendance is Colin McDade, sixth ranked in, in the USA. He's playing a free boost list. It's pretty standard. Uh, War Trike, Rods, Commandos, uh, some Storm Boys, Daka Jets, one Wazbomb Blaster Jet, and then just a bunch of ju- uh, bu- um, buggies, five uh, Scrap Jets, four Rucker Trucks, and a couple of Mech Guns. Um, pretty straightforward, pretty savage. Like, if it goes first, it probably just wins 80, like 89% of its matchups, um, and it's it's really good. The free boot is really shining, and, I, and, I, and actually, I like their... Uh... Uh, their their color schemes and that kind of stuff. So I'm happy to see that kind of stuff out there. Uh, free blues are <laughs> really good right now. Like really good. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, the last we have a listener submission. So Scott Lafontaine is a is a friend of Paul and mine, and he just threw up a list. Hey guys, I'm taking this list. Would you guys talk to it on the show? And we're like, of course we will, mate. Um, every now and then we'll chuck one in, even though we've got a super stacked show. He's taking a Demon's double battalion list. It's, got, it's, it's Chaos Undivided and Slaneshi. He's got Balakor, Super Lord of Change, Epoxbringer, and three times three Nurglings, and two single beasts of Nurgle. Then he's got his uh, Slaneshi attachment, which is three Keepers, uh, three times ten Demonettes, and two Fiends. And I actually quite like the list on Player Placed because you can really double down and make sure some combination of your big Griblies is going to be safe. I like the most. Oh, those Demonettes chaos. are so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, they can, they can just get, yeah, mm-hmm. same thing, being up there to move, get in position, get a little bit of terrain uh, blocking, then you're sitting on all the objectives and then nobody wants to get close to you. Spot on, spot on. Um, I quite like the uh, the breakdown. I love the single beast of Nurgle because they're really 
uh, like a head scratch proposition. Like, what do I? I shoot a dark yeah. lance in, and then oh, it gets blocked by the fire plus, or it gets through, and I roll a four, and I can't kill it, or I roll a five, and he makes a couple of fire pluses. So I need like three dark lances to kill a single beast of Nurgle when I could shoot those same things at a freaking keeper of secrets. Yep. You know, it's just like the beast of Nurgle just get to have their fun. It's funny because there's just easy tech in there that's like you said the the target priority is just I I can't waste my big guns on this I just exactly the little gun, little I, guns don't kill them I need to kill nerglings and I love thing. creating that type of confusion yeah. that's why rhinos yeah. and impulsors or whatever mm-hmm. are so so interesting to see in lists sometimes every now and then which by the way we've called every we called every rise I think on this show rhinos they're coming back mm-hmm. <laughs> I see, love as it. we see gray knights uh get get more more and more popular Dude. thousand suns yeah. get more and more popular more, well everyone's going to be everyone that can take two or three rhinos will be taking two or three rhinos well dude it's only a matter of time before that that um that gk bubble people figure out hey if i just figure out an effective way to handle dread knights they'll have to start innovating i reckon rhino rush is not a bad not a bad proposition especially or or the body block rhino where you just run two or three rhinos out and you just have this ball of strikes and purgation squads and purifiers running up behind it with like interceptors on the flank you could definitely be onto something i know um, this is the show where we talk about what is and we're not supposed to speculate or whatever <laughs> but i had a buddy he's like you know what in the field right now a bunch of zerks in in uh rhinos might not be it's not bad. bad it's not yeah. bad man um so gentlemen pick a winner i mean I, i'm it's hard to go past sean naden in, in this field when he's teched to beat the mirror like and and he's obviously one of the best players in attendance but uh yeah what do you think uh, look, I'm going to go with the list. I'm picking Grey Knights again. I think Grey Knights, this is really nice. their time. Uh, there's, there isn't much that can stop them with just a little bit of, of, of fortune on their side. Mm. I'm going to pick a Sisters for a podium. I know Brandon Grant's in attendance with Sisters, so I'm going to think there's already a super strong you know, ITC winner taking Sisters. So I reckon it's be Sisters for a podium, second or third, I think, at least. I was Do we know what's in his list? Because the Sisters have all those options to, uh, uh, to, to roll how they, could, how they can approach an event. Yes, spot on. I do think the only one I worry about is I do think sisters match up quite poorly into Sean's list. I think Sean's list is well taken into the very much so. Well. Sean's list can actually run over most sisters' lists. Like I mean, you can see some little bit different sisters' lists, but I think Sean his list is very well tech to beat that right now, and most of the other yeah. top lists. That's why I I still have to go with Sean, I and mean, he plays like I play, so. I have to. I live vicariously. <laughs> is that saying? What are we saying? Pat on the back or him a pat on the back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, we're on to our second event. Now, this is Dusty's event. This is Dustin That's and Henry's right. event. Uh, Stud or Snotling from Ontario, Canada. I should let you tell us about this one, mate. So feel free to give us the read. Oh, you want the read? What, what part of it you want to know? Just the, you want me to do the How many players? Like, what's dude, the scope of the us, event? What's the path the to whole victory? Thing. The whole yeah. Tell us about oh. your event, dude. Oh, my I mean, God. I did the stats, but you tell us the story. Well, this is actually, well, we tried to run it two years ago. So the Stud Stutter Scrub podcast teamed up with the Hooded Goblin, which is a local uh, hobby shop in Georgetown, Ontario. I love the Hooded Goblin, by the way way uh, Cody's yeah. hanging out with him several times great dude yeah they are they are Wonderful fantastic man. they're fantastic and you should see some of the trophies like they're all custom printed custom painted they look amazing they look so good and the actual overall prize you, did you see what it is have you seen any of the uh posts about what the actual the best overall prize is not just the trophy not just itc points it's a thousand dollars oh wow. wow cash cash 
cash. Not not. Do you have it? Do you have it in Canadian? one dollar notes? Canadian, well, Canadian, so you know, like four hundred dollars <laughs> American or something. But whatever. <laughs> you know? But yeah, we actually have well, the prizes. There are amazing. We finally got together when we couldn't because we couldn't run it two years ago because of COVID. Try to do it again. COVID stopped us again. COVID is not stopping mm. us this time. We are running it. We actually managed to open it up to 150 people, but of course, because you're required to be double vaxxed, so a lot of people had to drop about a last minute. So we did drop from players. We were around 150, 160 at some point. We have dropped down to 108 now, but it is player it's still over 100 players. That's impressive. It's still over 100 uh, players, which is still yeah. the biggest event in Canada that we've had in God knows how long since the last Capital City bloodbath, which I think was around the same number in ottawa so this is the first time in toronto we've ever actually been able to run this something this big man and testament to the resilience of the canadian canadian community oh yeah like you guys have just been we, like well we're, we're having this event we are having, having this, this event, event. We, too bad did, we, yeah the 3d printers have been printing non-stop for five months to get all this terrain ready myself and all of the all the, we got a bunch of people volunteering to help paint the terrain to get it all ready the terrain is all painted all ready to go and it's all player placed it was printed specifically for this event it is so freaking exciting to finally get all this stuff together my car is already packed i have like 20 nice. tables worth of terrain in there <laughs> a bunch of uh, flg mats we are we're ready to go and well, let's talk about the the players and the factions that we're going to see there and then, and then let us know what is what is the pack to victory how many rounds uh what's the win conditions and that kind of stuff yeah for sure you want, i can do the the, the breakdown Tell oh the man breakdown bro oh, yeah. jeez this is this is an honor here. Okay, so we're looking. At, we're going to start off with the Imperial Super Faction. We have five sisters, one Custode player, nine Admech, three Astromeral Terum, eight Grey Knights, and two Imperial Knights. So that's pretty standard around here. We do have a lot pretty more Custodes players. Yeah. Uh, actually, two of them that I knew are probably pure Custodes players for years now. They had to drop because of the other reasons, so that's unfortunate. But we well, normally so have a couple more Custodes. Does, is Darren up near your area or is he on the other side? He is up in our area, but he's one of the ones I was talking I, about. He actually had the drop. Dude, I, well, as soon as I saw one custodius when I was doing the breakdown, I had to go see if it was Darren. Yeah. I was just he like, was oh, signed up. Darren. He was coming. He was supposed to come, but unfortunately he wouldn't be able to make it now. Here, here again, we see this, this, uh, resurgence of the number of gray knights. Yep. I mean, you can yeah. look at this, like, yep. is this, is this a snapshot from fifth edition? You know, there's, yeah. Well, I can tell uh, you that in Canada, fifth edition Grey Knights were very popular. So it's very easy for them mm. to start flooding back now. <laughs> yeah. So what is that? Eight Grey Knight, Grey Knight lists. So uh, yeah. 35 Dread Knights. <laughs> Probably a good bet. That's a, that's a fair bet, <laughs> actually. Fair bet, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against that nope. call. That's <laughs> probably spot on. I think that's I think spot on, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I think that's the way to do it. And they look cool. And I love playing with them. Big stompy, you know, they just... Mm wreck shopping again in there now they got absolutely. stats and mats that it's awesome oh, yeah. but it, i think that's what we'll see i think that's what there are a lot of great yeah, players are absolutely no, they're, they're fantastic I, I actually love them too uh going on to the space breeze super faction we have two just starties couldn't figure out exactly what they're running two dark Get angels it together you two. <laughs> two dark angels one space wolf seven blood angels i mean two of course Marines, two Iron <laughs> Man, one white scar two death watch one imperial fist and one raven guard we're bringing all the chapters in the Stutter Snotling boys. Like, legit, Ra Raven legit. Guard, uh, we saw them do very well at the at the New Orleans open from Games Workshop. Uh, you know, they do have a little bit of play, they and you, and you've got player plus terrain there. Do you think yep. they're going to be able to use that their their advantage? You know, like, what's the? Do you know anything about the uh, per person bringing that list? I actually don't know the one that's going to be bringing the Raven. Did, did you get the name by chance, uh, Adam? I could did not. No, did see, not. I, I, I do know a few Raven Guard players, but most of them, unless it unless it's Jason, it might be J if it's Jason. We'll if check it's Jason back in Sparks. next week and see how how they did because I think how that's one did. of those mm. chapters again that has some 
Yeah, well, I mean, if it's Jason Sparks, that, that's that's a terrifying list. He's very good with that list. So we have, have to well, exactly that. right. And control control of the terrain placement gives Raven Guard a lot more agency, like a yes. lot more agency. I think um, it's interesting the breakdown of the aggressive versus the defensive Marines here. So mm-hmm. on the aggressive side of things, we've got one Space Wolves, seven Blood Angels. So we got eight, one White Scars to nine, um, and then Raven Guard take that to ten. So ten of the twenty one we could define as pretty much pure aggression list. Whereas we've got two Dark Angels, two Ultras, two Iron Hands, two Death Watch, which Death Watch are kind of tweeners. Um, and yeah, so it, it's I, if I had to categorize, it, I'd say there's about six defensive to 10 offensive and uh, once again i think that's probably terrain influenced we got the comments is the space spring faction gauntlet in canada i wonder if someone's <laughs> has to get you know run through all of the run through all nine loyalists we uh, yeah, well, on, the, freaking, on the way to victory we there's nine chapters in, there's nine chapters represented if you don't count the two successor astartes whatever they are yeah so that's pretty pretty good spread really yeah it's actually great we i see every single Marine chapter and all the tournaments I go to here, like Barry, I played an Imperial Fist, a Death Watch, and like a White Scars in the same tournament. So, you know, Jason Sparks is playing Space Wolves. He's oh, he's the Space Wolf player. Oh wow, he's, he's <laughs> a very, very good, uh, very good Marine player too. So that's Space Wolf. Can't, can't blame him. Hey, where, uh, that's, where's where's our buddy good, in uh, in chat good. here? It was the Space Wolves. This guy, he's gonna do well, buddy. He's gonna do well. He's, oh, Wolfrey's Carl. Yeah, where are you at? Yeah, where, uh, where are you, so, Carl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is your man in, in the right here. Uh, there's. I guess probably underrepresented as far as like what we normally see for chaos factions, but yeah, highly represented yeah. in the factions we would suspect. Yeah, for sure. So we have one chaos soup, two, two thousand suns, four death guard, and one renegade knight. So there's not too that's, many, there's not too many representation like, here. What's going on there? That's nothing. That's like zero. There are, there are almost as many blood angels players as there are entire chaos players. Yeah, it's true. And it's weird because chaos used to be extremely popular in Canada. What with uh, Jim Vessel running it around here. We had a couple yeah. other guys that were using the same style of list and they just stopped. And it was very like, recent too. Usually we'd see like seven to nine T-Sun, seven to nine yeah. Death Guard. It's usually, and that's been consistent for the last two or three like months almost yep. since the T-Suns came Absolutely. out. I, and I, now just, I can't speak just to the Wasteland, that, uh, dead. A, a lot of the Chaos players I know specifically switched to Grey Knights. Oh, that is yeah. the biggest sacrilege yeah. in, in, in the world. <laughs> I don't know, that's man. There's just... a, lot of, a lot of theories about where the Grey Knights originally came from. You know, oh, that's oh, true. Okay. That's yeah. actually true. Yeah. Are they really that's, that's that far off right from that's each right. other? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, that's right. a great point. Uh, tell us about the Xenos. The Xenos faction, we have three Necrons, nine Orcs, and a Tau player. There is a Tau player in attendance. Yay, he can get <laughs> together with the, the one Raven Wing, Raven Guard player and just have a little uh, cup tea party by themselves in the corner. I love um, that comment. Yeah, know your enemy, Adam. You got you to gotta know your enemy. <laughs> that's right. Just get a little time in their mind. Uh, Nick Blackburn uh, giving a shout out to the Thousand Suns. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Um, three Necrons is unders, boy, isn't it, boys? We've seen them bubbling around the ten-ish, the to to like you know somewhere to eight to ten, usually in a hundred player. Oh yeah, event. for sure. We, they just aren't converting. Necrons have not mm. been converting those wins, or or even like being in the top brackets. I don't think well, they they could do well uh, here. Like I know at least two of the Necron players that are going are both like they're they're faction experts. They're extremely good at it. Say so they've been playing them for a while, so we could see some Necrons do pretty well here. Podium with some of the people in attendance that mm. might be a, like a tall order, but it's not out of the, ambitious. Out of the wheelhouse. It's ambitious. Yeah, we'll, it's not, let's say it's ambitious. It's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell us about your your oh, favorite my, boys. My my hive mind super faction. There's one hive mind, and, and I know like all of these guys. One hive mind, three pure tyranids, and my boy Eddie. Repping the pure GSC, my hero. 
The Dusty Posse. The dusty in, posse. Here they are. Do you know what's in that posse. GSC list? Because I think there is a couple of builds that that sh that could at least give themselves a fighting chance. Uh, and I think it Dude, revol absolutely. revolves actually like a lot around the Ridge Runners and the and the what is it the Gladiators. Yeah, and, Gladiator. and, Gladiator and, and, yeah. and God level use of blips. Blips are blips are amazing in the meta. The Guys, you, you don't understand how strong blips actually are. Like they are broken. Yeah, broken. They are so good. I do have a, an idea of those. It's fairly standard for the most part. He is running Ridge Runners. He's doing, uh, I think it's two groups of two, one group, just one group of one. And then the standard uh, couple 10-man Oculite squads with Rock Saws, some Metamorphs, will Fight and Death and Flamers. It's it's a pretty standard uh, GSC list. Something You've got some support in the chat. Uh, go yeah. GSC from Brett Gutterson. That's right. Go yeah. G hey, tune into the stream because we're going to be putting this GSC buddy on stream round one. He's got to, he's got to represent for us. We, he needs all the support possible. We, we want him to. And saying blips are great. I mean, now the, now the comment is saying blips, blips are great. Blips, now. Are, blips are great. So blips good. are awesome. Um, I, I'm a big fan of blips at the moment, uh, especially with player place terrain. You're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fools, no line of sight for you. <laughs> and no, no getting planes around my flanks either. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, tell us about the last one. The Eldari super faction. We have two mixed Eldari. 10 Drukari and two Harlequins. It's pretty healthy. That's really. healthy. Like it's 10, 10 Drukari yeah. is still all, like almost 10% of the field, but. Well, they're still most represented, aren't they? Like the, the faction podium reads Drukari, Orcs and Admech tied on eight lists. Yeah. And then um, GK's in third with, um, with, yeah, no, no. Sorry, Drukai, Orcs and Adbeck with nine, GKs with eight. Honorable mentioned to Blood Angels Blood coming Angels fourth seven. with seven. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're going to hear this again and again. Drukari are strong. They are out there. You yeah. cannot be going to a tournament and expecting to not, either not be playing Drukari or have a strategy for Drukari. And what we're mm. seeing is the players that are beating them, think about it, have a strategy, and are able to in, engage them in ways that, that they don't like you. The Jakari have a way to capture their momentum and keep it the entire game. Uh, the, the armies players that are defeating them and beating them in tournaments are the ones that can stop that aggression, stop that play, and start mm. to bend, swing things in their way and get them get a little break, a little breathing room uh, yeah. in, in a couple of a uh, couple of fa phases or a couple of turns. And so that's what people need to be thinking about when they're going mm. into these things. Control of, get, get some of the control of the tempo of the game back, yeah? Mm. Because yes. it's like, Drakari just get everything on their terms. You could fight the, to at least, at least halve the battle, get some of it back on your terms. All of a sudden, the game opens up for you. Amazingly. Yeah. Um, top players high, in attendance? I mean, all kind of things, like just uh, high volume of weapons and shots are, are competing like in the psyche phase, like we've seen mm. Grey Knights do it. Sorry, I jump in there. But I think it's important to like, you, we, we are, your people are going to see that. And that may be frustrating for lots of folks, but codexes have tools in them. And yeah. it's the mentality you got to figure out. Why are Jukari winning? They're very efficient, mm. yes, but it's because they do this type of stuff on the tabletop. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Top players in attendance. Um, it's it's mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, we've got we've got we've got Chess Brad Chester number one in the in the in the world overall. He's taking exactly the same damn thing he's been taking for six months. Strife, Dark Techno, Black Heart, pretty conventional hey, bunch of hellions. Well, exactly. Bunch of Hellions, some Kronos, and all the good stuff. No surprises. Hamza Saeed. Is that Saeed? Hamza is that Saeed. saying that right, Dustin? You got, you got it. Uh, he's, ranked he's ranked third in Canada. He's taking a Drakai list as well. He's got Blackheart, Poison Tongue, and, and Cult of Strife. Archon, Trueborn, a couple of Warriors, a couple of Witch Squads. A Razorwing Jet Fighter and a Void Raven Bomber. Uh, four, four Raiders, some Archons, some more Trueborn in the Poison Tongue. 
Scourges with Haywire Blasters, which I think is an interesting choice. Um, a, three Venoms, uh, a couple of Succubus, and a couple of Ten-Man Witch Squads. Um, this is an interesting list. I, I threw it out to Dustin that this is a pretty unconventional one. I like the single Void Raven. I actually yeah. quite like the single Void Ra- Raven edition um, because I think it's very good into Orcs. Yep. You go into Orcs, and they, they all have to bunch up under that KFF. Uh, turn one, you're like, I just go first. This Void Raven is just going to get like 20 mortal wounds. It's going to be sick. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the Razor Wing. I haven't seen a Razor Wing used competitively in quite a while. Razor Wing may be trying to, that, that could be just where I just want two different planes to go in two different sections. Mm. I want to talk more about those haywires on mm-hmm. the scourges that uh, that were uh, kind of questionable. But last time I checked, Dread Knights were vehicles also. Yep. Yeah, hey, and like I said, more all, more those, all those buggies. Yeah. yeah. Well, hell, if you're going into the Venom, if he's leaning into the anti-Venom matchup, and he's like, well, the Venoms trump my build, so if I just add this little bit of Haywire in there, all of a sudden I can trump some Venoms straight back. Maybe. You know, maybe. Um, but as it was, it was a bit of a head scratch. Moving on. Ridvan Scari Martinez, the scarred one himself, currently ranked fourth in Canada, also taking Drakari. So the top three ranked dudes in well, this in this He meta. basically always yeah. takes Drakari. He has it for the last decade. So, you know, I've got to, you know, He's certainly not on the bandwagon, you know. He's yeah, well, driving the bandwagon. Not, his <laughs> list isn't on the bandwagon either. Someone needs to page this guy and say, you know, Trooper Patrol is better than uh, Battalion. He's got a Battalion of Red Grief. This is the um, the super, super detachment. He's got um, an Archon, a Homunculus, and a Succubus, of course. Two times five Warriors, two times five Racks, and one unit of five Witches. Two times five Incubi. Uh, two units of Mandrakes. Two units of five Hellions, a unit of, re- of five Reavers, so a bigger unit of Reavers. Three Kronos, two Talos, two Raiders, two Venoms. Like, it's just like... I, okay, I'm taking a battalion and I'm going to fill it up as much as I can. And here's well, my list. Let's talk about that for just one second with the with the triple patrols being is that the Drakari get that as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Other other yeah. factions would have to pay for that triple mm-hmm. patrol uh, patrol uh, CP tax command point tax. The Drakari don't. And anytime you get that kind of benefit in one of your books, you've got to like perk up and figure out why you aren't using something that that twists the game in, in such a way. And have a good plan if you if you're not. You had to really think about why you aren't doing it that way yep. uh, when it's such a powerful thing in the codex. And you, you can't argue with success. What would you say? He's fourth in Canada. You saying that? Yeah. He's not rocking face. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's it's freaking scary. He podiums every everywhere he goes, pretty much. And I predict he's going to like top five here yep, he's somehow to go. with he's a list ready to go I, for sure. with a list I barely understand. But it's Drakari, and he's scary, so he's going to do well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, we have Sam Porcopio. 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 Fifth ranked in Canada, playing Blood Angels. He's your boy, Paul. Um, single Battalion, Chapter Master, Sang Priest, Assault Intercessors, Intercessors, Incursors, Six Death Company, um, a Volkite Contemptor, two times seven Sangard. I know one of them has all swords and one has a, a, a mix. Um, a unit of five Scouts, three Plasma Inceptors. Um, two units of devs with two multi-melters and two grabs yep. in each. Um, a unit of eliminators, a drop pod, and a land speeder storm. And this... I actually was reading down this. I'm like, he's actually packed in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. into this list. I like it. This is real interesting, and I promise I won't I won't bog down the show talking about Blood Angels uh, <laughs> with uh, with all the stuff in here. But you know, it, it it is pretty novel that we see the chapter master and not a chaplain or something in there. And and I do actually like the fact that he hasn't gone too heavy handed on the sanguinary guard in favor of some things mm. that might play a little bit better in the field. Um, I mean, the Volkite Contemptor is great for any marine list chaos mm-hmm. loyalist heretic or, or otherwise uh and then the land speeder storms actually match up really well against things 
like vehicles, like flyers, like ad well, mech, uh, if they're if they're taking uh, Alan, uh, Iron Striders. Well, mate, and, and you get to sling that unit of scouts out to disrupt somebody's backfield. Like, uh, so there's the there's the thing about the um having more unit more units in your opponent's backfield than they have in yours. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's death, a secondary. A secondary, yeah, yeah, secondary. Yeah, and death, death company go and do that turn one, and scouts go and do that turn two. It makes all the sense in the world to me. It's just like, okay, I'm just getting points. And even when you're not using that, you still got a very well priced um, land speed to storm that could just run around and be a nuisance. It's like more wounds than it should be for the points, and you really don't want to shoot it. In addition to that, he can chuck a freaking drop pod in your backfield if he lets you as well, and just dump a bunch of devs on you for the lulls. It's actually not bad. And yeah, I can tell you, in the like, up, Sam has been playing this list straight for at least a year or two now. Like he's very practiced mm. with it. He's very good with it. Can't argue yeah. with that. And I guess, move, yeah, move, moving on. Uh, I, don't, I could talk about the, the tech behind and the theory of blood angels for the rest of the night. Spare, <laughs> well, spare the listeners. We still got more there's, than there's a, Exactly. We've got to, we're, we're, we're almost halfway through mm. the episode, almost halfway through the coverage. We have Brett Gutterson, who I hear is in the chat. He's ranked 10th in Canada. I'm going to tell you about his list. So Brett Hello, mate. Welcome to the show. Um, he's playing Admech. He's got a Lucius Battalion, which is upgraded to be a veteran cohort. So all of a sudden you're like, is prick up. This is going to be a serious list. Um, Marshall, Marshall Manipulus for his uh, HQs. Three times five Rangers. So min Rangers, but still a couple of bunch of squads. Two units of 20 Vanguard. Um, five Infiltrators, 10 Rustalkers. Two single Las Cannon Chickens. Um, five Sterilizers. Nine, a unit of nine Service Raiders because you're a savage. Mm -hmm. um, two bombers full of saves and a single Dune Rider. Yeah. I think this is just a good list. Like, it's just a good list. Yeah, that's strong. <laughs> I mean, look, the marshals are best. the best point for value in the game, in the game period. Um, Succubus being a close second, I think, if you ask me. Uh, but mm. incredible. So having to have a manipulus, yeah. that's what you would expect to see. I'd even, you know, two manipulus, I guess, if uh, depending on how he's, he's, he normally deploys. But uh, but this is an absolute strong, going to be a powerful list, going to be a contender. Someone's going to have to go. If, if, if this one ain't winning, somebody's going to have to go through this and it's going to be a struggle. Exactly right. Uh, Brett Gutterson in the chat, he wants us to point out there's arc rifles in each troop. Man, I don't have the time to write down the tech, but there you go. There's arc rifles in his troop. Congratulations, Brett. There you oh, go. Um, we, we actually we got a question in the chat, and I want to, before, before it rolls off, is that uh, uh, Jay, Jay Aussie could be, uh, you know, that maybe down there from your neck of the woods, Adam, yeah. uh, is asking about secondary jackers for uh, Deathwing and Ravenwing. And that is something we would actually love to cover. I don't know if we have time on this show because we have such a jam-packed uh, list of things to run through, but that is an amazing question. I'm saying it, so I'd hopefully remember to come back to it or mm. uh, hit us in a, hit us on um, Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Happy to or Facebook. Happy to, to chat about Dude, that stuff. Message Adam Camilleri on Facebook. Happy to talk Dark Angels all day, every day. <laughs> same thing. If you have if you have the same question about Blood Angels, message Paul. <laughs> same question about GSC, Paul message Dusty. Yeah, no underscore TPM on Twitter or <laughs> at Fights with Dice on Instagram. Happy to happy um, to chat. All day. All right, jumping down to our third. Oh, sorry, no, no. It's ad break time, boys. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. are we? Are we doing? Oh, no, we got to pick a winner. So we have to pick a winner from this, and uh, then we'll take a break. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say, <laughs> if there's less than two Drakari on the podium, well done, Stardust Scrub Meta. <laughs> if you can keep two Drakari players off out of the top three, you 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 guys are all winners in my book. Because as I see it right now, keeping like any combination of the Drakari, the top three Drakari players off two of them off the podium is going to be a feat. There it is. Feat. There's the goal, boys. We have a goal. We can do this. That's the goal. Do it. Sandbag them. Sandbag like, weigh them down. <laughs> just, just do what you got to do. Scarry. Uh, 
honorary wrong way kid, which is uh, which is uh, the gaming club I'm a, I'm a member of. Uh, come down and been on my team at the ATC. Uh, hang out with him all over the all over the the continent. I'm going with Scary as the winner. That's what I'm picking. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Well, Scary hasn't crushed a major this season. He always gets his one. He always gets his one major this season. So, good call. Yeah. Um, I break time now, boys. Paul, you want to call it? Let's, well, Dustin, unless you want to get, you, I maybe maybe you shouldn't call a winner. I don't know. I but, uh, sh- I, I, well, I I can because I already drafted on my podcast. So people know who I have. Oh, sweet. Have okay, yeah. Right What's uh, who, who you okay. picking for? Uh, I gotta go with my my buddy Ribbon. Scary's got to do it. Yeah, he's got to go. He's, it's a can, first Canadian major. We need a Canadian to win it, Scary. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing as well. You're gonna let old man Chester walk let his raggedy, Chester take this raggedy self over the border and take your lunch money? That can't happen. There's like a hundred Canadians at this event, guys. One of you has to beat him. Oh, Love sweet. It. All right. Well, we're going to take just a quick break uh, for a word from our sponsor. Please check them out. Please support them. And then we're coming back with more of us. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. Oh, so I I love those. Check them out. Check out the 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 channel if you haven't already. Look at the uh, listen to the other shows on the channel if you haven't already. Look at we certainly appreciate you listening to us, but there's other content and other content creators that are contributing to this uh, great network, and we appreciate all the support that you give us. And especially check out the FLGN store uh, where you can get some of that stuff you just saw in the ads. One more thing we forgot to say about um, Stud or Scrub is where you can go and tune into the coverage of it. Oh, Dustin? that's right. You can go to our YouTube channel or our Twitch channel. Just search Stud or Scrub on there. We're going to be streaming it live all weekend, and I will be commentating on a showcasting for you all weekend, joining you guys and watching all this wonderful 40K content. If- if you have two screens, it is the weaker is the weekend oh, yes. for you because you can have Adam, Adam, and the crew at um, SoCal on one screen, and you can have Dusty and the crew at Stuttle Scrub on the other one, and just be like, ah, well, it's perfect. We're three hours true. apart, so literally, once we finish our championship exactly. game, you can just watch your championship game. Roll it over, just roll, roll it over, it over it's guys. Be beautiful. It's like, what if, you, if you are painting or or playing or whatever, I tell you, I love being just completely drowning in the <laughs> hobby stuff. Uh, yeah, this stuff makes even if you know you can't tune in and follow every absolutely thing you have it on the background 
uh, while you're doing some other hobby stuff. Seriously, oh, yeah. you, stuff you, you got a you got a voucher from Christmas, Father's Day, whatever. You know, you didn't get some socks this year. You got a little voucher to your FLGS. Go play, go play, get start collecting a battle force. You'll have it done by the end of the weekend if you watch all the content. Dead set. <laughs> Heck yeah! All right, we're gonna move on to the next event we're covering. This is the Goon Hammer uh, Open in the UK, Nottingham. Yeah. Yeah, hey, Nottingham? yeah, Nottingham. Nottingham. Hundred and eleven players. Uh, yeah, wow. from Nottingham, England. Six player, six uh, event. Sorry, six round major. Apologies. Um, the breakdown stands as thus. Very interesting factions here because the first of the Imperial Super Faction is the Sisters players. Thirteen of them, and we were calling this a couple of weeks ago. We're like, the Sisters players all exploded out of the woodwork. Uh, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago? And they were the most numerous faction on every single event we covered. And now they all took a break, a week off, spent some time with their families. You know, mistake for some, but now they're back again. There's thirteen of them. Well, they had to regroup. Um, oh, the sisters right. seriously lost a uh, lost a step, I think, as as the uh, uh, people started to figure out Admech and Jukari and, and just how dominant they were. And sisters had to go, I think, maybe a little bit of hobby lag to catch up as they mm. re-equip their their squads, figure out what is the right mix of uh, of uh, Morning Vols in there. Well, yeah, exactly right. And, and a lot of people may have just been like breaking into sisters for the first time, getting their first couple of reps under their table. So there could be a lot of reevaluating um, and trying to address some of the the possible power gaps or different stuff they need but um we also have three custodian squads together all those all those storm bolters all the storm bolters back to their that's bits right. box that's what that's what happened and that's and that's where we're here we're back all the storm bolters are here so back into the Imperial Super Faction, like I said, 13 sisters, three custodians, three Admech, three Astromilitarium, eight Grey Knights, three Imperial Knights for totaling 33 there. Going straight into Space Marines, two unlisted Adept of the Stardis, like, you know, up your game, boys. Ten Dark Angels, one Space Wolves, three Ultramarines, one Iron Hands, one White Scars, two Salamanders, four Death Watch, one Black Templars. Very nice spread again. I think that is the same, um, two, three, four. Yeah, same nine, nine different chapters in representation in this field which i think is pretty healthy for the space marine players out there it doesn't seem too polarized apart from obviously having 10 freaking dark angels players which we haven't seen in a while by the way boys we haven't actually seen that in a while that's true uh, 10 dark angels players i think we just saw that well, we did what i mean is like <laughs> the dark angels <laughs> being <laughs> we just <laughs> we did <laughs> last right one there. had 10 let's do last one had two stellar something has two and i know yeah. both of them <laughs> oh, it's ten. It's yeah. You're right. Sorry, it's ten. Yeah, it's, it's ten. It's like, no, no, no a little bit further up. Uh, <laughs> I was just giving you a hard time because yeah. we just we did, but it, that, this, it's specific to this weekend, which is which is uh, which maybe they figured out something that we don't well, know. That's what I meant. I meant that like we've usually seen um, Dark Angels be equal first or even second place in the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. Um, but them seeing just be overwhelming up top in now two um, majors is pretty interesting. Um, onto the Chaos Super Faction, two Chaos Super, two Chaos Space Marines, six T-Suns, 10 Death Guard, one Demons, one Renegade Knights. Man, literally the middle of England or, you know, the London and middle of England area is just like Death Guard home turf. Hey, going back to the last fact, Caracoin caught it before I did. There's no blood. You didn't say blood angels once. There are none. That. There are none. There's zero. Donut. Yeah, there What's are none. On? Really weird. Well, we just, well, all, they're all in Canada. All seven of them are there. Well, well all, all the, so it's all the defensive builds. So we've got 10 Dark Angels, three Ultramarines, and Iron Hands, two Salamanders, four Death Watch. It's all the defensive stuff. There's very few aggressive Marines in that That's field. That's a great point. Great mm. point. There's only one Space Marines, one White Scars, which sorry, Space Wolves, and one White Scars, which you could say are overwhelmingly aggressive. Sorry, with the, the addition of the, the Black Templars. So three aggressive Marines that all you know, essentially always aggressive Marines versus what, twenty-two defensive Marines? It's kind of crazy that polarity. It's like their football versus our football. 
It really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do, actually, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was slightly kidding, of course, but think that that factors into play style between, you know, the, the two different groups of players. Well, I think it says a lot about terrain. I mean, I saw the, the terrain mm. in LGT, if you guys saw London GT. It was good quality terrain, but there was like one or two less pieces than what I usually, I'd call a game of at, a, at an FLG event or a, a G-Dub event. Um, oh, sorry, G-Dub has the same amount of pieces, but they the G-Dub ones have an extended footprint on those plexiglass mm. things, which just takes up more spheres of influence. I look at the London GT stuff and like, there's just like one or two pieces less, which as a, as a Marine player, I'd be like, well, that just means I get to use more gun and my melee stuff doesn't get there as easily. So obviously I just take more guns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, sense. no, makes sense. Mm. I do um, like this the saturation of Death Guard, though. I think that is, if if uh, if that's the scenario that you're describing as playing out, then you know what? You just make good on re- reducing damage and being super tough. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Well, if I'm going to be sane, I might as well be tough. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just ordered a couple more flesh mowers. I'm, I'm, I'm creating this <laughs> movement myself. If the, if the, if the community's not gonna, gonna put the flesh mowers in, <laughs> I'm putting the flesh mowers in, and they're coming Boys, to my hobby table. Scary just joined us in the chat. Uh, you, you are, you are waving the the Canada flag. You are the, the hopes and dreams of your nation lay upon your shoulders. No pressure. All the hopes and dreams. At all. So, yeah, no, no pressure yeah, or anything. But you better, you better deliver, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your list is insane i don't get it but it, I'm, I'm sure it's good um all right and to uh, next to our super factions we have xenos six necrons seven orcs and a, a single tau what do you make of that gents because that is double the well, necrons from the previous event so i mean i think you've really uh nailed it here with the analysis of, of the defensive list are at least the the like the ruling mentality going into this event by many of the players and the Necrons fit right into that. The the orcs on the other side, I mean, it's, we know orcs have been popularized in that area mm -hmm. uh, and they've done, had a lot of success. And so I'm willing to bet that's, that may be what, what everyone's taking against. Orcs of the Alpha Strike. These seven orcs yeah. right here. Yeah, exactly. Orcs of the Alpha Strike. Orcs, like, what? what's going to kill me turn one? Pfft, orcs are. Might as well be Death Guard, so all, all the rocket trucks are one damage and win me on fours, and I got an invuln save, and blah, 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 blah. You know? uh, there you go. It Matt, makes... you know, go holding down the flesh mowers. Eh? Sorry, I got to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, next up, Hive Mind Super Faction. Three Tyranids, that's it. There's no GSC, no Hive Mind, just three Nid players. Uh, but see, I love seeing it. I love seeing... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm keen to see because I get these really nice slap shots. So Nids have Nids and, and the Hive Mind has been bottoming out the world over. I want and it, which makes it it's going to make it really clear and really apparent how much of an impact this new supplement makes. Yeah, and I think that's going to be cool. It'll be very. And cool. what I do like is that the, the Nid players are excited about it. Like we mentioned yes. in the beginning of the show, they're actually excited about it, which means there is some some interesting things in there that are going to change up what they're what they're bringing. Will it increase the number of Nid players? I don't know that. Uh, at least what we see in tournaments, but I think it's definitely going to uh, improve their, uh, their their placing, their rankings yeah. in the tournament. Mm, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last up for the Super Factions, we have Eldari, one mixed Eldari, seven Drakari, and a single Harlequins. So um, actually under representation against the rest of the events this weekend for Drakari at this one. And I wonder if that's also because they feel like they can hide less stuff. Uh, oh, because because of uh, like the terrain element you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could it also be terrain, or is it just merely just a, this is just the the dynamic of that that field? I think it's more of the dynamic of that field because usually when we see mm. the uh, the tournaments over there, that's very heavy in the death guard. It's very heavy in the admech, which admech very if you admech orcs and death guard seem to be yeah, like, and, that, and to yeah, me that that, that kind of indicative of the drakari not being as heavy. 
mm. personally. Um, so our faction podium for this event, Sisters on top with, I think, three more lists than anybody else. Uh, Dark three Angel- more than the Death Guard and three more than the Dark Angels. Yeah, yeah who, is- who, exactly. Ten and, lists and, that, and those three factions make up, what is it, 20 two 23 and a half percent or whatever the field mm, it's crazy isn't it it's um, no. and, and when you look at it like that you're like well i have to be good into power armor yeah i have to be good into power armor because it's it just there's so much of it um and next up we have auction drukari tied for third place and that's pretty unusual like for the last two last two events it's been auction drukari just clearly in the top three rather than being equal third well this is a situation i, I do think that speaking of defensive play or whatever you, you know what you're going to encounter and if those were super hot the tournament before you can imagine you can count on people taking things that will be will beat them or at least are designed to beat them so how do you avoid that you just play something else the next tournament yeah yeah dude spot on yep nailed it <laughs> um top players in attendance we have uh nasim uh, fushane currently sitting hopefully i've pronounced that correctly um second in the uk um iron hand successor born heroes weapons of rage of course patrol and vanguard configuration lieutenant infiltrators company veterans redemptor um a unit of devs with three grav and one multi-melter a unit of eliminators and a drop pod a lance peter storm next attachment comprises a tech marine another unit of company vets another contemptor a volkite contemptor sorry another redemptor apologies a volkite and then 15 vanguard veterans three into five another unit of devastators exactly the same configuration another unit of eliminators and another land speed of storm if he's actually got a lot of stuff if marine players take nothing from any of the, the uh, that we've run down at all i mean because everyone's got their own kind of way they approach these type of things the devastator squads are back they, uh, they agree, are man. absolutely agree. being yep. used and on the table winning games devastator squads are are absolutely back yeah, I love the 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 three grav one multi melter configuration as well because of course that one multi melter gets your um uh s- 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 what's it called uh, Sig- oh, the, the, uh, the servo skull the two plus uh, to hit is what you're to hit yeah, yeah what's it called um and then it, of course it gets your cherub as well yeah the signum, the signum that's, that's it, yeah, it. Yeah. it's your signum to hit on twos and then also I know it's so bad <laughs> look we don't concern ourselves with these blood angels all right we don't I don't know what that thing that's is. Right. <laughs> If we have a small baby flying around us, we usually give it a sword and send it. That's in. right. Plus one to win. That's fair. Off you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the three grab one multi melter with when you have this uh, signum and you have the chair for the double shoot because all of a sudden you got you got two multi melters that are hitting on twos now mm-hmm. in conjunction with all the grab shots and he's got two of those units so he, he can spike wherever he likes and essentially influence three different squads with his two units of devs just be like you get four multi melters hitting on twos and everybody else just cops <clears> you know three grab cannons each um, it's a good configuration and Nassim's doing incredibly and, well and once it. again I want to direct everyone to those two pages that you know, largely ignored in codexes until times like these and that is the custom mm-hmm. uh chapter traits yep. and and almost yes. you know, every book has the option of uh, blending that so if you find yourself struggling but yet you still want to play with the same models you're playing with that, that you love that you hobbied and made or whatever uh see what you you can ring out uh with some of these customizable things Spot on. Next up, uh, we have Mike Porter, fourth ranked in the UK. He's taking Eldari. Well, we've seen a bit from Mike Porter. I think we, he was on last weekend or the week before. And he's actually mixed up his list a little bit. Last time we saw him taking a Lynx and a Shadow um, Night Spinner. 
and he's mixed it up a little bit here. He's got the same Eldari um, Harlequin soaring spite and, and um, Craftworld Expert Crafters Master Crafted configuration. He's got which is a battalion and a spearhead. He's got a Shadow Seer, two Troop Masters, twenty Troop in four units of five with fusions and embraces. Five Sky Weavers, which is a new addition. Four Star Weavers, which is you know of course for the the five units of Troop. He has a Farseer Skyrunner, six Shining Spears in two units of three. Um, nine and then nine Dark Reapers, three units of three. Uh, obviously now, maximizing uh, I don't, the Tempest Launchers there for the Tempest Launchers. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I don't want to say that I called it, but I said a lot, a lot when we reviewed this last time, it's like, I wish he had a second unit of spears <laughs> or a little bit more bikes in here um, just to mess with his opponent a bit because you don't want to have to send out fusion boats if you don't have to. Because a lot of the time, a fusion boat overkills the hell out of something yep. or fails. Yep. Whereas Shining Spears are good at shipping away a lot of what people throw out turn one onto mid-board objectives. They're actually phenomenal at it between the, the, the three different, two different shooting profiles and a good melee profile. They get in there too. And you mentioned that maybe the terrain's an issue here. That means people are going to be like hugging. They're going to be like, well, like kind of in the same spot or whatever. So when those those oh. bikes can jump over there, shoot one thing and then charge the other. I, I love doing that. I love it when it works out that Dude. way. You just nailed something on the head, um, which I didn't realize. So what what happens when you chuck a lynx and a night spinner into your into your army? Yeah, you actually the the, the footprint that your army <laughs> takes terrain. up trying to hide it <laughs> becomes a problem. You think about how small the footprint of this army is. It's four boats, two units of three bikes, a unit of five bikes, and and three units of twenty five mil um, dark reapers. You could fit all that in one terrain piece on some tables. Yep, fa- that's fair, fair enough. Actually, yeah, the, you could. The footprint is tiny. I actually li- love that about it. Actually, and, and, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. It sparked my brain. Uh, what, what's next? Um, uh, Greg Chamberlain, sixth ranked in the UK, playing Death Guard. It's pretty, really straight up and down. Um, battalions of Mortarian's Anvil, Tallyman, DP, Lord of Contagion, three units of ten Poxwalkers, two Volkite Contemptors, nine Death Shroud, three units of three, of course, a Blight Spawn, two Single Spawn, huge fan of, mm-hmm. and then three PBCs. Just cut dry, yeah. easy as it comes. Two, two Single Spawn. I mean, that's. I mean, they they will do work because uh, people again have to deal with them. You have to shoot something that you would prefer well, to be shooting in a Plague Burst crawler. Yeah. But yeah, those are the things that make me like having the Shining Spears because that's what he chucks up turn one onto those objectives. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, a fusion boat overkills the absolute hell out of this thing. And then he gets <laughs> to trade and kill the fusion boat. Or I can just chuck up three dark, three, three, you know, freaking um, Shining Spears that I don't care about. Maybe they've got a couple of buffs to make Let's, it let's be clear about something, Adam. Like, these fusion boats do not automatically kill things. They can flub pretty hard. Let's be real. Well, that's what I mean. When they kill <laughs> something, they usually triple. They horrible usually, field oh, I rolled all those wounds. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lord of Contagion <laughs> is an interesting choice to me. Uh, are you guys seeing yeah. that out there? Well, uh, that's weird. Cause, I mean, of course, he needs the second HQ choice because the Tallyman is listed as his like his free elite choice because he's got that little trick. But yeah, the Lord of Contagion oversay the um the uh, malignant playcaster. Well, the playcaster, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, because he's already got the DP for the psychic, and if you're already popping that psychic bubble because you have to take a psychic for Death Guard, I usually like to double down. I usually like to be like, okay, DP and malignant playcaster, or even two playcasters if you're the one who one of them goes up with the with the play skull and does all the the damage stuff, and one stays back and buffs up the contemptors and the PBCs. Um, but yeah, the Lord of Contagion. I, I'm I if I had more time, I would have looked into like what he's packing. Well, he like, hits hard, and, and he does yeah. have. I mean, he's got auras, and he hits real hard. So maybe that's just yeah. it. Just a second, almost like <laughs> countercharger to back up the um, the death shroud, maybe. Yeah. Uh, to, to be able to he's control a, they they have a, a large area of influence because of how hard they hit, and you don't want to get close to him because of that. He's a good stopper as well. You can just send him into stuff, and you just won't die for two or three turns. Yeah. Which, could, is, yeah. which is nice be, in a pinch. Be. Um. 
next up we have ben jones seventh ranked in uk so this this list this event is stacked by the way like what, what I just, i've just read off i've already read off three so we've got one two three four five six six of the top ten in the uk are in attendance at this event ben jones ranked seventh playing drakari um Blackheart, Poison Tongue, Obsidian Rose. I can reel this off in one sentence. Three Archons, Draz, Saki, three true, three Innis of Trueborn, five times five MSU Warriors, three, five Raiders, and three Innis of Mandrakes. Easy as it comes. We're kind, kind of starting to see this archetype break out a little bit, this triple cabal um, list. What do you guys think of it? Because this is the second or third time it's come up. I love the triple cabal because I love Trueborn. I know a lot of people aren't that sold mm. on them, but I love Trueborn. I think that they're, they're Dark Reapers of the Drakari. Like, I don't understand why... More people don't do them. Like I, I love them. Whenever I bring a Drakari list, I have at least two. Three, mm. I can see why people don't do three because you do usually want some more, like maybe some strife in there. That's usually, usually want strife. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I, I don't mind not having dark techno. Yeah, um, I don't mind not having that. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But not having strife, not having the the ridiculously ridiculous succubuses and some witches just to hold mm. people in place and just play shenanigans seems weird to me but and yet this list keeps coming up and yeah. obviously people are doing well with it oh here we yeah, go no, uh, the Drupal do a lot of damage got a comment from uh, uh nurgle matthew uh the lord of contagion is approved it can tank and spank <laughs> that's uh there we go tank not, wrong. Spank. not wrong <laughs> old school uh moba stuff here <laughs> um but yeah like i do like the three into true bond see i worry about him into the orcs matchup though you've only got five boats and essentially your whole list is going to be on in five boats and then three into mandrakes to hope, make you not get charged turn one or play your secondary game with your like for your rod and for your engagement fronts and stuff yeah um but like if you go second versus orcs you could just lose four boats turn one and then you just got a bunch of walking trueborn that just get wrecked it feel it feels awkward to me well sorry it, it feels like it could get awkward to me in some matchups going first or second but and yet at the same time like you're absolutely right three into treeborn is savage it's just savage like i'm just gonna rock up that's dead that's dead that's dead our uh, next turn that's dead that's dead that's dead i've got five dark lands as well so that fourth thing's dead too um so i see it i see i see where the strength is i just i don't know got some concerns with some matchups we are but we are that's the, uh, coming that's up the on game. time so i'm gonna move us up we got uh david uh Eighth ranked in the UK, uh, Malik tenth ranked in the UK. Both taking Admech. No surprise what Admech well, so, do. No surprise, uh, you know, well, it's like why why they are taking it. Spot on. So um, David, the eighth ranked gentleman in the UK, his list was unreadable. Um, you see the blob just of text, so I didn't bother at the time. Malik Amin Rubio has won just about everything he's attended in the last month. He's playing a savage. Well, he's he's kind of been one of the guys really flying the flag for the Admech Flyers. He's. I'll do this. I'll do a quick breakdown here. Um, triple Patrol of Lucius and Mars. So one of Lucius, two of Mars. Um, a Marshall Manipulus, two times twenty Rangers, and then um, another Manipulus, another twenty Rangers in his two. Mar uh, sorry, two Lucius, sorry, his Lucius attachment and his first Mars attachment, two single last cannon chickens, and then two Stratoraptors. So that's the the gunship um, plane. Then he, his last attachment is a Marshall, five Rangers, five Infiltrators, seven Rustalkers, a bomber, and another Stratoraptor, and lastly is a Dune Strider. So four planes, three bricks, I love the Dune Strider. and then a couple of just in general. Me too. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's I an actually, interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, and it, it probably will help win some games, just the fact that it exists. We have a whole other tournament to talk about, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, foot on the gas here uh, <laughs> and talk about the Malmo War Game. We ain't weekend. done yet. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Well, I'll, we'll jump through this one pretty quick. Um, last, the last thing I can't see. Uh, I, I'd love to see Malik not win this event, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna win this event because he's won. He won both the LGT Invitational and the Open. Maybe, hey, weekend, just maybe so. his his uh, quarter. You know, like do it to well, it. He's just. 
He's got a great list and he's a good player. Bang, comes together, smashing it. Uh, Malvo Wargamer Weekend 5 from Malmo, um, Sweden. 108 players, 6 round major. Um, quick and dirty stats here. Imperial Superfaction, 7 Sisters, 4 Custodies, 9 Admech, 7 Grey Knights, 2 Imperial Knights. Quite a good spread there. 7 Sisters, 9 Admech, 7 Grey Knights, and then 4 Custodies and 2 Knights on the end. Pretty, Really, really quite even. I love it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That this is keep keep going. We got we'll get all the way through this. Oh yeah, keep. We're, we're, yeah. We, sorry, we we're, were trying not to interrupt <laughs> you. <laughs> no. yeah. oh, uh, fine. Sorry, guys. Um, next up is Space Marine Super Faction. I'm just gonna smack. We'll see how fast I can go, guys. Everyone, say hey, let's go. Here, I'm, I'm yeah, here we now. go. Um, Space Space Marine Super Faction, one Adeptus Astartes, five Dark Angels, one Space Wolves, two Blood Angels, five Ultras, five Iron Hands, three White Scars, two Death Watch, one Black Templars, totaling 25 lists. Then we have the Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Space Marines, five T-Suns, four Death Guard, three Demons, 12 lists in representation. Xeno uh, Super Faction, two Necrons, Ars has fallen well out of Necrons uh, over in Sweden, nine Orcs, total More Tyranids than there are Necrons. More Tyranids, exactly. Uh, Hive Mind Super Faction, three Tyranids, one GSC, four total lists. And lastly, Eldari, three mixed Eldari, ten Drakari, one Harlequins, three Craft World Eldar. Our faction podium sits as Drakari with ten lists, Admex and Orcs with nines, and Sisters and GK bringing up with seven. That is um, completely but, unsurprising, is is that because those are, I think are uh, what we've seen by evidence, uh, probably the the strongest or most winningest factions for tournaments. So that's why people are bringing them. But uh, who's got what it takes to crack it? Well, so it's there's a couple of interesting super factions here. That Eldari super faction is actually way healthier than we usually see. Usually it's one mixed Eldari and one or zero Craftwood Eldar. Three and three there. More than both the more of them and Tyranids. That's what it takes. The indirect yeah, fire. Both of them have more than Necrons. <laughs> well, so, I was just, I mean, that question, uh, ask it, like, what does it take to crack this stuff? And those, these armies, especially in, you know, as, as ter the terrain gets more mature, you know, they can really pick and choose their own conflicts, their battles. When you have a, a, a bunch of quality indirect fire, which the Aldari can produce, uh, then you take away one of those advantages of their armies. And I think maybe that's why we mm. see that here in this, this tournament break. yeah spot on also i'm going to call it right now like sweden is uh, i say this a lot you know that scandinavian area is pretty much wtc heartlands yep. this will be extremely dense tables eg making what you, your call of the indirect fire really spot on there paul um and also it actually was one of the reasons necron struggled quite a lot a lot of terrain they they struggle to get lines of fire and they're a close range army so you think that would benefit them hey i get to scream i get to you know walk up out of line of sight but they're not quick they're not quick enough to jump from cover to cover mm. especially when you have these big 20-man bricks you can't get from one piece of cover to another with the 20-man block. You're going to have a tail, and that tail's going to get shot to hell. Um, so, yeah, I think the Necrons really do struggle on some of the, both the dense and the light. They just need a bone thrown their way. Um, it's actually a, a bit of an underrepresentation of Chaos, if you guys saw. Only five T-Suns and four Death Guard, but three Demons, which is interesting. That is. I mean, so yeah, making up about 10% of the field. Uh, I want to give the players their due too, because these these are, I got a bunch of top ranked players in that region in attendance. Mm. Uh, and if we can quickly cover their, at least their factions. Let's, well, I can do this pretty quick as well. Oh, mate. We go. got seven of the top. Aside, seven babies seven of the top 10 in scandinavia have come out of the woodwork for this one we've got sebastian larson playing first uh the first place scandinavian player playing a demons uh patrol and battalion of selection undivided this is monster mash it's pretty similar to the scott uh, lafontaine list i wonder if these guys are conversing three keepers three times ten demonets two units of two fiends two units of five furies there's, there's a demon chat group out there that are crack the code 
Oh, they yeah. are. They cracked the code. Uh, we've got Bellacor, an unkillable order change, and three times three Nurglings rounding out the list. Going straight into the next one, guys. Uh, Jonathan Slay Johnson, second in Scandinavia. Grey Knight's Patrol, um, Prescient Brethren. I think we've called this list before. Um, Libby, Techie, Grandmaster Dread Knight, three times five strikes, 10, 10, 5, 25 interceptors, and three regular Dread Knights and a Rhino. That's just for the Dread Knight light, top. if you ask me, but obviously being successful. Well, it's the most you can get in in a single detachment, isn't it? Oh, like fair. Three yeah, yeah, regulars. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up, we've got Oscar Lemming, third in Scandinavia. Orcs, free. Oh, I'm sorry. I do see rider. there's the Grandmaster Dread Knight. So he's not light. He is he is rocking a lot ex- of Dread Knights. Okay. Ex- exactly as many as Sorry. He's got exactly as many as he'll have to have. Sorry, Dustin. No, no. I was just saying we're panicking for nothing. He, he was yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oscar Lemming uh, third in Scandinavia his orcs got freebooters patrol and an outrider warboss on bike uh, unit of grots unit of commandos two times five storm boys uh, two wasbomb blaster jets a big mech two two one that's five scrap jets uh, two two one rocket trucks so that's two units uh, three units um, one single mech gun and two daca jets it's pretty it's pretty much becoming almost carbon copy it's just yep. um, how many of each each buggy yeah. there's always seemed to be somewhere between eight and ten buggies and then three or four uh, planes and it's just which configuration I like the thing looks good. It's very powerful. Uh, inc- That's incredibly powerful, orky, yeah. if you ask me, but it, and, and also power mm. can get, can win. Mm-hmm. Jonas uh, Headland is a fifth in Scandinavia. He has an exact copy of Jonathan Slay Johnson. Well, they've ex- obviously talked list that we just read out. Exactly the same. But that's okay. Um, that, that, we see this a lot in Magic, also, to where uh, if if you have teched and, and figured out what the best list is and, and can can really slice through the field, your your crew takes it. Yeah, spot on. Like you double and triple down. We're seeing the stuff with like, like you said, Broviathan at the LVO is a great example. Um, here's my pick to win it though. This is Ricard Nilsson, sixth in Scandinavia. I love Ricard, good friend of mine. He's taking an Admec Lucius Battalion, Marshall Manipulus Manipulus. 20, 20, 20, 20 Rangers, 80 Rangers, 20, 20 Vanguard, 40 Vanguard, 120 Skatari bodies. Yeah, that's good. Three times five. Sorry, two units of infiltrators, a seven man and a five man, two times three service raiders and three Scorpius Disintegrators. So Bruh. he has the line of sight shooting. He has 120 bodies to just soak up the whole damn board. <laughs> and he's got a couple of little aggressive units to just be frustration. This is the, this thing the second dumb. like a high, highly ranked admic player we've seen, or maybe even more pivot to, to using the Disintegrators, uh, which... Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's that's significant, I think, and people should, should look at well, them if they haven't already. You called it, mate. I mean, out of line of sight fire just looks like it's gangbusters on these tables because every play, everyone just takes it when they can. It's important. Um, it's yes, absolutely, mate. Uh, don't you wish? Don't you wish? Like the one of the Goliath loadouts, Rock Rhino loadouts, was just like a little mortar or something. Oh my god! Don't tease me like that. <laughs> oh. Love it, um, Killy Pasque. Uh, apologies, I'm sure I messed that one up. He's ranked seven in great. Scandinavia. Um, Grey Knight, Sword Barriers, Present Brethren, Patrol, and Patrol. Um, Kyria Draxus making an appearance here. This is quite an interesting list. Um, Grandmaster, Dread Knight, Drago, Five Strikes, a, a Dreadnought with a Multi-Melter and a Fist. Pretty interesting. Um, and then two Dread Knights, that's three in that detachment. A unit of Servitors, starting off the next one, a Libby and a Techie, another unit of Five Strikes, and two units of Ten Interceptors, making up the Present Brethren portion of that. Um, it's a good list. Why do you think Kyria Draxus has made, a, made an appearance? That's a, yeah. That's a good question. That is a good question. I'm, I'm, I'm actually well, so stumped on that one. I'm trying to think. One of the big things, one of the one of the big holes that um, 
no Grey Knights do not have is any source of fight last or fight first. Oh, right. Well, I, they might they might have fight first somewhere, but I don't think they have any fights last. There's no judic there's no judicia for them to yeah, ally that's, in. That's, as soon as you nothing. said that, I'm like, wait, they don't they didn't get the judicar. Mm. They've got none of it. So the only way to do it is take a Calexus, which debuffs your entire army as well as your opponents, which is horrible, or you go Kyrie Draxus. <laughs> and so, like, I think this is, hey, I'm going to win the mirror match. This is, I think this is what this is. How it's many like, there's two, there's, there's two other ballers in my meta, both taking Grey Knights, who I know coming. There's Admech coming, who mm, they've got a lot of fights last two. This is, this is a good pick. I like it. Yeah. I like I, I do that. The simple insertion of going back in the books, looking at the tech, and that's yeah. what we're seeing. I say looking at the list mm. the way we have been. If like I, I'm not saying necessarily you should go back and check out the backlog of shows, although you you might. Enjoy Why not? You got the backlog you of shows, uh, but you can see the evolution of some of these lists and and uh, our mm. archetypes of lists and what is being taken week to week to week to combat what was there last week or what they think anticipate is shifting towards the next week. And this is on. one of those choices. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a very much a meta choice and one that I absolutely agree with. Uh, last, we have uh, Christian Colding. He's eighth ranked in Scandinavia. So of, of the top 10, we have seven of the top eight in Scandinavia. Like it's going to be a slobber It's going to be an sh- absolute shark tank. Hey, where's that um, fourth Death place Watch. guy? Where is he? Why isn't he there? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's the only hole. That's the Why only hole. We have one to eight, except number four. Just, just drop the ball. Um, he's playing Death Watch Single Battalion Detachment. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, Primaris Captain, Primaris Techie. Three Proteus kill teams. Uh, with a, two of them have a mixture of bikers and storm shield vets, and then the other one has bikers and vanguard vets. Oh, sorry, no, um, regular boys and vanguard vets instead of the bikers. Three Redemptors, two Valkyrie Contemptors, a unit of servitors, yeah. and a unit of eliminators. This dude that's ain't messing around. Whole damn list. So I will say no. that every Space Marine chapter, like if. If you're if you're struggling what to take three contemptors is a good choice you could just i don't like i even even for like the aggressive factions like white scars and blood Angels, i'm like well it's still good yeah yeah you, you know? still you could, still, still, you could them... still get by with taking it if you were if you're yeah. like i don't know what i want to take this weekend I, i've already taken you know the same list for a while i want to try something different start mm. with three redemptors and two contemptors or volcates and you'll be all right well, dude, that boys, that's our last event. I'm picking uh, my man Ricard Nielsen to win this, not only because he's a friend of mine, because his list is absolutely just ape shit on its head bonkers. Uh, but uh, look, some of these Grey Knight lists will give it a run for their money. I'm just thinking about how many, like, there's so many Storm Bolters in some of these lists. So many, like, great Dread Knight sweep attacks and interceptors that can just pick up 20 mans. He, he might have a rough Think drop. of how perilous this is for Sebastian there bringing Bellacor and all these Grey Knight yeah. lists. <laughs> Oh, dude! Oh my God! Uh, I mean, <laughs> walls of steel on that guy. I gotta, I that gotta dude, go yeah, with yeah. this guy because he, he. Look at, I can look at the list here. I can look at the the people in attendance, and I can tell probably how close knit and, and uh, aware of the community that, that that they are. And so I think he's just saying, you know what? Come at me, and I, I admire that. Mm. Yeah, I'm on top of the mountain. You got to play into me. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You're not. I'm not locked in here with you, boys. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my pick. I love it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Dustin, you you want to? Really- I, I I think uh, I like the Draxus. I like the Draxus pick. So I'm going to take uh, Killy. All right. I like nice. that. That, that cool. looking cool. like looking deeper into the codex. I like that. 
Mm-hmm. If this is well, your, just, uh, what, we have a, what Paul said. Yeah, if we have a, a segment on the show called the Fuego Repito, we're about to jump into now. If you're new here, this is your first time. Uh, we do this every week where we have a, a series of topics where we give ourselves two minutes uh, to rapid fire on these and give our thoughts. When the two minutes are up, the comments stop when we move on to the next topic. Uh, so here with the Fuego, Fuego Repito, we're going to start as soon as I read the first topic. I believe we're going to get that timer going. What's the biggest wish from chapter chapter approved this year? Dustin, we'll start with you. Uh, point drops on aberrance. Ooh, nice one. Bam. Yeah, um, that's like, not bad. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Adam, what I mean, do you I, think? That's, that's, that's the most expensive thing in my codex and the easiest thing that can definitely go down a point. Because so, right now, the it's most expensive actually, and the best weapon in the entire 40K universe is a stop sign. So, Well, dude, I actually, that was a very reasonable and probably I don't have a better ha- answer. likely to happen request. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I expected you to reach for the stars and be like... Right? I'm, not, I'm not out of the box here. <laughs> 40, I want my faction to be 40% cheaper across the board. <laughs> 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 yeah rich for this yeah fair enough uh my guy uh yeah um oof, oof. see i want to say something reasonable now because dust has made this so go high in the sky what do you want this is, this is, this is where i'm like brought to i have to be reasonable i want to see a decrease on all space marine troops and an increase on or, or stay the same on everything else wow yeah big, fair enough big 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 fair enough well i think things like i think we could see things like redemptors uh go up like admittedly maybe not maybe not 20 points but you know five or ten man, y'all are asking for reasonable things i want to see some yeah yeah, yeah. What, what's, man, what's fantasy so, so land if you had a wish like if you had a thing, magic yeah. ring that gave you some power <laughs> well you tell us what's your well, I, don't, I don't have a better you, answer you show than, us than better stop signs to, be, to beat people with in the 41st <laughs> millennium i don't have a better answer than that but if i if i, if I just wave a magic wand or whatever i would i would like to see some chapters of space marines get a reduct get pay differently for different units i think because they could utilize them uh and uh differently mm. maybe if that's if i was waving a magic wand um 20% increase holistically ad mech and Dracar. Uh, Thanks, there we go yeah oh, all right here we go this this is something this is a little bit of a private thing between the war the battle between pr- production and uh commentary <laughs> here uh i won't say who's got the beef or the axe to grind but can nuclear cult beat gray knights <laughs> the answer is yes absolutely With, without any competition at all because there's there's, there's nobody here to refute that so <laughs> 100% GSC, pure GSC can, can dumb How? Grey Knights. It's like not even close. Give us give us the game plan. What What's the list that works well there? Because as far as I can see, like, it, it just even Stormbolt is on the Overwatch just give you such headaches. Like, oh, everything's see, bad. You're not, you're not thinking the GSC mind, man. You're not thinking. Why are you charging with just well, those guys? Right. Either that's, you're that's charging right. through terrain so we can't see you. Teach, teach me. I, We've got a minute I, left. The GSC list that I'm running right now is basically my Drukhari version of GSC. It is nine Goliaths filled with min squads of five man Oclade squads with two rock stars. We got some 10 man neophytes with some minor lasers and they are actually custom cult creed. Like, like Paul was saying earlier, you got to dig into that, uh, the cult creed. So they're all re-rolling their hits and they don't get the penalty to move and shoot. So all my minor lasers are really efficient. And I've got these little five man squads of Oclades and you know, four, Rock saw attacks without might from beyond, they're actually really good at killing interceptor squads or strike squads. They're really efficient at it for yeah. 60 points. 
60 points for this. Uh, you know, you know 60 points is going to a Sanctus, a close combat Sanctus. Last week at the Crucible, a list that was rocking uh, 10 purifiers uh, actually took it. I early some number of purifiers. I better, I bet they were thinking the GSC were going to come get them. Absolutely. They and were, they were waiting for GSC to come knock and that's why they had to shake get it in their rules, boots. Man. That was the only chance oh. they had. <laughs> I wish so the, I'll go and tell, try to telegraph uh, this is this is a battle between uh, Richard our, our producer in the background and Dustin here that, that I, this actually happened and we're telling a story here it was a good, good excuse good. thanks for getting it out uh, next topic um, best post event meal best post after the tournament what are you craving um, I'm I'm going to jump up with this i you know i want just a nice ham i want a great hamburger i want i don't want a nice hamburger i want a great hamburger i just what i don't want mm. just crisp fries and a cool beverage just an ice ice cold beverage but if i can get just the best hamburger i'm satisfied no matter how i did in the event mm-hmm. just gonna want to eat that nice hamburger cool. dustin if I had to choose the best meal after it, it doesn't matter win or lose, a hamburger's a good one, but I need something a little less greasy. And I, I'm married to an Italian, so I think I'd have to go for a nice pasta dish. Like some nice comforting. Oh, yeah, comfort like maybe Filling. some maybe some ravioli or or, mm. or my absolute favorite cannelloni. Oh if, Ooh, if I could get some dust. nice cannelloni after tournament, oh that is the top mwah, the topping. <laughs> that, Love it. it perfect. I'm a I'm a steak man after tournaments. Mm-hmm. I like a big I fatty steak. Yeah, and I'll I'll get like I'll get I, I'll get like three sides. I'll really treat myself after an event because I usually. What if you go to a really place that has like family sides? Do you still get the, you still get three sides if it's uh it's like a family yeah, 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 style table I, side? Do, so one of one of my traditions, one of the traditions in Australia, is that a lot of us have these um superstitions, and one of them is is if you are undefeated day one, you have to have two mains at dinner. Uh, after day one on the dinner after day one you have to double you have to double main we call it doing the double main and so you have you get if you're getting a burgers you gotta eat two burgers you gotta put it put both down two burgers and the oh, fries sign me up. you got a salad you gotta put it away Jeez. yeah and then you'll be fully you'll be fully powered for the next day and you'll just go undefeated jerry marigold martino has won three cancons off this premise and he, after day one, he was undefeated double main and he goes those, undefeated those superstitions double main obviously day three. Yep. yeah it's hilarious. So yeah, but steak is my premium. After we'll do this, uh, Vegas, going uh, after whatever we do. Yes, please, we're doing yeah, it, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, here we go. Will we ever see a paint as influential as Devlin Mud? Who is, I don't who think you spelled it right. Serious, Adam? Uh, I put this. In, I put this. Yeah, in. yeah. I don't think I spelled as, it. As right. as just as <laughs> transformational. As Devlin Mud, oh, is. as I went from thinking, I went from thinking, I as, as like a what a twelve year old boy. I went to thinking, I can never make something look good with a paintbrush. To holy crap, this looks this is the best thing ever, Devlin Mud. Yay! Am I a painter? <laughs> Am I? Did I just yeah, paint awesome. something? <laughs> can I do this? Like you know, For those of you that don't um, know, that's basically Agrax Earthshade now. It was the first wash. It was the first. It wash. was like essentially the first yep. wash. Yeah, the, the first. Yeah, and if, the way it was formulated, like painters. You know, just say painters, great painters, were making their own washes for for years. You know, like oh, well, you just gotta you just gotta make a glaze. You gotta glaze. You gotta do that. Like, well, okay, okay, Mister Wizard, <laughs> how does one get this? You know, to to whatever it is. And then Devlin Mud came out and was like, oh, this is already formulated to do exactly what I want it to do, and it makes me feel prouder 
of what I have in my hand. And I don't know that we'll see a paint like that ever again. I actually thought, I thought we were going to have a paint like that when contrast paints came out. I thought that's what they were going to be. Dude, they're still good. Don't get me wrong. But contrast is up there. Contrast has, it has to be used. I mean, you've got to figure out how to, it worked for you kind of thing. Exactly. Uh, but de- mm-hmm. like the washes and look, Agrax Earthshade uh, and uh, Nolan Oil or, or, you know, all that stuff is is uh, still out there and it still does the exact same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, you, It's just, it's hard to capture that that moment, that feeling of when you used it the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. on a miniature for the first time and thought, so man. I learned how to layer and dry brush because Devlin Mud existed. Because uh, because I Devlin mudded a thing and then needed to, I had a reason to dry brush. I had a reason to highlight. I had a reason to layer mm-hmm. on top of something. And I, uh, as a twelve year old, I never had any reason to learn those things if I didn't learn what Devlin mud was. I love it. Like this t- Tabasco of the of the paint world is uh, is that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. out of time. Yeah, actually, I love <laughs> what it does, and I love what it did for painters. Anyway, on the next thing. Okay, here's here's the interesting one. Um, what was the number one Billboard song in two thousand eleven? <laughs> This is from Paul, and he just was just like, "How am I going to mess with these guys today?" Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Um, uh, what was the number one? Like Billboard, I guess Billboard charts. If that's what's, what's Billboard, like that's the charts. Yeah, we're not no, even, yeah. no looking, no ch- no. Okay, uh, I'm looking virgin. away from my screen, so I have hands up. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do the same. So okay, here um, we go. Adam, what do you think? It's like it's ah. Oh, see, I don't know the artists. I'm trying to I, think know, of I know, I know the songs more than I know the artists. Um, in the Hall of yeah. Fame. What was that song in the Hall of Fame? There's something, something in the Hall of Fame. This is this is how this is always going to go, Paul. I hope you knew. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole two minutes of us just kind of remembering uh, stuff. Uh, so there was uh, who was B- production's like, offering to help, but we want no help. No help. Okay, like no Beyonce, Adele. Beyonce like, is a good choice. Been... Adele's actually probably a great choice, but you got to pick one. What's your answer? I'll go Beyonce. Okay, we'll go artist. something from Beyonce. Beyonce. Artist. Uh, we're going to do artist. Yep. Okay, I'll do Adele then. Adele. Okay, I'm going Eminem. That's that's my guess. Eminem. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a good, that's, okay. That's Production is going to give us the answer. Oh, oh Adele! Adele! I threw it out there. I was my. That was 100 Adam's guess. I had no idea. And apparently, is rolling. It. I, so I flipped the coin, and it came up incorrect. I didn't even listen to the radio. That's why I thought this would just be a great one. And I actually love uh, where we, you know, before we had com- computers in our pockets at all times, just that debate you could have, like who was the number one home run pitcher or whatever in 1973. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You could actually have a debate with another individual about that, and then we we nice. almost accomplished that here. So thanks for for giving me that Devil and Mud magic back uh, for just a couple of love seconds. It. Oh, uh, well, that's the end of Dr. our show. That's the end of the Fuego Rapido. That is the end of our rundown of those uh, super, super 100 plus event tournaments going on over the weekend. If you are going to those tournaments, best of luck to you. Uh, if you listened to us while we were talking about it, thank you for listening. If you tuned in live and contributed to the chat, uh, you know, that means a whole lot. It, it helps, uh, you know, really keep us going, keep it exciting while we are doing this. Um, it's been exciting to run down. Mm. I've been happy to be. And yeah. I'm Me so too. Excited. This is the biggest episode we've ever done. We've covered more events, more players, more factions than we've ever covered before. And yeah, tune in on the weekend and get jump in on the coverage, guys. 
they'd be love to see you there. Either join join Dusty on his on his side of things, Stutter Snotling, or come over and join you on the SoCal Farm. We will Absolutely. be here every week. This is called the Thursday Show because we, we we record it. We do it live on Thursday. If you're listening after the fact, remember you can't come and uh, join us here while we do it live. Or we certainly appreciate you. Like I said, uh, listening after the fact. Please do not forget to leave us some five star reviews. Uh, let us know what you like. Hit us up on any of the social medias um, and and tell us if you if you're going to an event or how you did in an event or you know some of that army list device we're talking about. It has been an absolute pleasure. Adam, Dustin, we'll see y'all next week. Love your work, gents. Take care. Good night, everybody.